Welcome to the Bump and Run Broadcast, where we dive into the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series with an abundance of heated opinion and comedic debate. Here's Paul and Tristan. What's going on, guys? My name is Paul. I'm here with Tristan, and you are listening to the Bump and Run Broadcast. Welcome to Episode 9. Episode 9. Wow, what a uneventful week of the, 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 the it was yesterday it was just didn't it didn't after having seven after having seven races go, right all in a row all in a row for like oh it was awesome it was just nice to have nascar back and now the like our first weekend without it for a long time i guess yeah, then, but, but that, that's why we're here but that's why we're here <laughs> but they did come we're coming back with a really good race this weekend probably one it's probably my personal favorite event of the entire year it's probably becoming my favorite gonna be become my favorite race and that is the martinsville night race yep so it's Brist- gonna be yeah so- it's the blue emu 500 which every time i hear that all i can think of is those uh those commercials with all the blue the blue email blue emu on the nascar ones that are just so like outdated but regardless it's not 500 miles nope 500, 500 laps, laps. Um, it's going to be, this is why I think this is one of your favorite races of this year coming up is because it's a Saturday night race. So it's going to be April 10th and it's going to be at 7.30 PM start time. So, you know, this thing is going to go well into the night. Oh yeah. It's going to be a good time. And it's all, and it's Martinsville. Yep. Can't, I mean, Martinsville is just, it's only been a couple of years that we've had lights there. You know what I mean? I know. And last year was the, oh, the like, first one was the inaugural one. So, which I think is cool because Bristol has its night race and it's like those two, these Bristol and Martinsville are the two half miles yep. that we go Saturday to. Saturday night short and, track. And racing. so it's, I think it's cool. I think the fact that, and everyone loves the Bristol night race so much. So I think it was, it's cool that Martinsville is getting kind of its own, but I like that there are different times. I like that the yep. spring race at Martinsville is the night race when they'll keep the fall Bristol races the night race, how everybody likes it. Yep. Cause I kind of like the plan because Martinsville's the deciding race. Like that's what Martinsville has in the spring race. It, it's the last race before the championship four now. Yep. So it is a big race. So like this will be a good preview, I guess, to who looks, who's looking good. Yeah. Just in case. See, like, that's what I'm most excited for about in this episode is because I think I have some really good picks this week. But I also know that we're also going to dive into some of our early pre-zero bolt season predictions. And like you asked me to, I went back and I went and actually dug up my bolt season predictions. And they were definitely bold because I only think one of these is actually has a chance still. So, yeah. So, I will – no, because I felt the same. Well, one of mine we kind of covered last week. And I said that I, I my one of them was I thought Bristol Dirt was going to be – a bust which it wasn't in my opinion it yep. was not you depending on who what, what you think it could have been but i did not think it was a bust so i was very happy about that but another one i had was the first one i had was alex bowman will make the final four with brad k like brad k and alex bowman will both be in the final four and here we are seven races in and they're yeah, but at least Brad Kozlowski's been putting some to oh, full races had, together. And so, and was, been, so is Alex Bowman. They've had Bowman, some I feel ones. like, has really salvaged a lot. He's gotten into a couple of different things between losing a gear or getting in damaged right yeah, earlier, right, and coming back. But, but this one, my second one, though, when I was the Ryan Blaney steps up and gets three wins and a playoff win, so four total. I think that's got a good shot still. I, well, he has a win. He already has one. Yeah. So, I mean, that looks... That's, and he's that's got a, the speed. And that's some... So, I can't deny it. I think it's... I think it's good looking. That one looks... That one's looking promising still. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not going to count out Brad Kay. And I'm not going to count out yeah. Alex Bowman. 
So what about you though? What have, what, what have we, what did you uncover from nine episodes ago? So like I said, I, I only think one of these is actually like going to pan out and it was bold to say it, but starting with my first one, I said, Bowman goes off and wins four races. There's still time, right? Oh, there's plenty of time. And the most optimistic thing, the most thing, the biggest thing I see as a hope for that coming true is just the speed week in and week out that Hendrick has shown. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. That, that's undeniable. That's like what's kind of keeping me on board with this because right now I'm not a hundred percent, you know, sold with Greg Eyes and Alex Bowman working together and really showing something. If anything, they're kind of the crew chief driver combination that I would that I would argue well, is I, kind I of doing the work so far at Hendrick this you year. You could honestly though have never predicted the how good that Clifton that Daniels and Larson were gonna do together. Or like, or even William Byron, you know what oh, I mean, well, with they, his crew chief. Yeah. So I mean that's what I'm saying. You could have those were two like those were two variables that they, that were unknowns. Yep. And my, no go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. So my second one, I think this was really bold of me to say and none of us really kind of thought it would going to continue over into this year, but I think it's still got a good chance, is Kyle Busch doesn't win more than three. And keep in mind, take this with a grain of salt, because I'm saying here now a little more confident that Kyle Busch doesn't win more than three races, but we we really know that you should not count Kyle Busch out, I, I, especially I, this early you know, that, in a that, season that, that either. That definitely could pan out, though, because I still think he's going to get one. Yeah, uh, and I think it could. and I predicted later in the season that's going to be at a road course. Yeah, we said that we were talking about that last, last we were, week. What we were talking about last week, and yep. that was what kind of one of your predictions going forward. And I do, I, and I agreed. I thought that was he's driving in the um, Xfinity race at Circuit of the Americas. So oh, he'll really? Be, he'll be running both that weekend. So, so what so cars he going to run? It's at the the fifty four. The fifty four. So like yeah, because is Joe, it his Joe, for, for KBM? It's. The 51 truck, That's right? his truck for KBM. But it's the 54 for Joe That's like the, He shares that with Ty Gibbs, yep. Denny. Denny's going to drive a couple this year. Truex is Truex did it. one. And Because uh, he was in Ty that Dillon, for Atlanta. Ty Dillon will drive it sometimes. Okay. I can't wait to see Ty Gibbs. But back. no, Joe Gibbs posted Kyle Busch's like, upcoming like Xfinity schedule. And oh, I, okay. the one that stood out to me, Coda and Road America were both on there. So mm-hmm. two road courses he'll be running. Yep. Two of the new ones he'll be doing double duty, plus practice. I think I think the Cup Series gets a practice. They get practice. They're getting practice at both. Yep. So that means there will be qualifying. So all the new ones. Yep. And then my last bold season prediction, I don't think is going to pan out. We Which already kind of know it doesn't. I said this was Brad Kay's last year at Penske. And I don't think that's going to happen. He's going to. You be were around. really. No, I mean, like you were pretty it hard set sense. on it. But I remember I was very adamant that I think he'll be back, and I still. I uh, think the reason I said that was it was one, it was bold, but two, I thought that the only chance it really had was because even after we knew he was having contract negotiations last year, and there was kind of some intermingling with and within Penske, and we thought he kind of got the worst of the crew chief swap. But then um, he did the best. He that had the he best only season. got a one-year contract. So I thought that was just kind of like a temporary Band-Aid, and then we're going to have the same conversation next year. But he's going to get something. He's going to lock up a bigger deal. Yeah, he's got the speed. If anything, the biggest thing for him was just, I mean, everything lined up then, right? It was Miller Lite wasn't sponsoring him he's, anymore. I mean, there were things like that, that, but I think, I mean, if he didn't do have another season like he did last year, which I mean, he didn't start. He, he he didn't get his first win till the six hundred. Right. He won the six hundred, and then and, went and back. he didn't even dominate that race. He just had pit strategy at and the then end. He came and he came back. He went back to back because he yep. won Bristol the next week on a, just being in the right place at the right time. Yep. From the oh, was that when Joey and Ch- and Chase got into and it? He won. And he won. Chase drove in too deep, and then 
Yeah, because he won on pit strategy because at the 600, Chase had the pit with like two to go. Yep. That and was one of the most boring races last year. It's the 600. I remember that. It's a long race. 600 miles. It is like it's the longest race in the season. And yep. It's a long. It's a, it's kind of like Atlanta, like how we were talking about the 500 miler at Atlanta. That's like a long three, one. That's a long. I mean, five. I think the 400 in the fall or in the su- late summer will be a lot more. Yeah. Be better, but. Yeah, no, because then, yeah. Yeah, so those are my bold season predictions. Um, if anything, I, f- I feel like the two most things I'm confident in is Kyle Busch. Here I am saying that he won't win more than three, but I'm also saying that his first win is going to be at a road course. See, that's what I think that could happen, though, especially because we have one coming up here. So we have an immunity week coming up here soon. So Immunity week. I think, no, because what? Let's think. It's, um, we're going to Martinsville this weekend. Next yep. weekend is Richmond, yep. Talladega. Then we do we go to Darlington? Is it then I think it's I believe it's Darlington and then Circuit of the Americas, yep. Charlotte. Also, and then it's the six hundred because that'll be about yeah because that'll be yep. late May. Yep. No, I'm excited though. We have a good sl- we have so we have a good slate of races coming. Oh, up. you forgot one. So Martinsville, then Richmond and Talladega, just like you said. Yep. But between Talladega and Darlington, we go to Kansas. Oh, perfect. So I consider the, really this next big chunk, right? We had an off week, and I think you can say everything from Martinsville a- all the way up to Darlington. These are tracks we've – I mean, NASCAR's historically been to forever, right? These are staple tracks. And, like, and I think we can – this the staple tra- track segment is really going to separate those teams that are prepared and those teams that have this the speed. This is where SHR can really come back, I think, because these I'm, are- I'm going to predict that they even struggle harder because I think Penske, Joe Gibbs, and Hendrick all have a, a step above them, and you had, to have have, you had to have your stuff figured out by now. Well, that step is momentum. That is, like, the biggest thing. Penske's, yep. Penske's right now holding all of it because yep. they have back – they've had – Oh, yeah. What is it back? Yeah, it was back-to-back. Yep. They won Atlanta and Bristol back-to-back weeks with two different drivers. So yep. Penske as a team right now is yeah. right here. Like, they're feeling good. So No, I agree. And I, and that's the thing is I, I think you really kind of have to have speed going into this segment. And I think if, if you're looking at the schedule, if you're a track that's struggling, I think it makes it a lot harder to say that, oh, we got a really good chance of getting a wild card or something like that. because. I mean, well, Talladega, and then after that, though, I at least look at so at you, least look so at Coda. Coda after this section is going to be something to look forward so to. So you're saying that you think the streak will you you don't think the streak is going to go on for much longer? You think that we're going to have a repeat winner soon enough here? You don't think we get through this stretch? I don't think. I think it'd be impressive. this sounds kind of contradictory, but I definitely think that we don't have a chance of it up until Talladega. I think we could get. I, I'm. We'll get into it later, but I am predicting. A, I'll be. I am predicting an eighth winner this weekend, so I don't think we'll have a repeat because, winner and, this weekend. And here's why: because I think because Brad Keselowski hasn't won a race yet, and I think he either wins Martinsville or Richmond. Two short tracks, 750 here's, here's, horsepower. Would you say Brad? You said Brad Cav. I think yeah. I think he's going to win either Martinsville or Richmond. I think well yeah he'll win this weekend i mean he could also go back to back i mean it wouldn't shock me yeah he's very good at both of those tracks but you know who else is really good at richmond cow bush very true it's very good at richmond now i would like to see him what i and i think you could alter your prediction because i think there are good tracks he could definitely win on a road course but i could definitely see him winning at a track like richmond is like we were talking about it's one of those tracks that you're either really good there and you have really good finishes and you drive really well or you kind of are just like figuring it out and Kyle Busch yeah. knows how to drive at Richmond it's one of his yeah. personal favorites I, I would like, say the only thing that will argue against that right is Kyle Busch when he wins a race 
it's kind of like that 2017 Truex where he just completely dominates it, right? Mm-hmm. He controls the race right from the beginning. It's not like he makes a last lap pass or something like that. And I think there's a little bit too big of a chance for him to kind of get involved in something in, in Richmond, right? Mm-hmm. Get caught behind. And then, right, if you don't dominate that race right from the beginning, it's really hard to crawl your way back, especially at a short track like that. But, I mean, that's why I think a road course makes perfect sense. A lot of times if, if we have a clean race where they're really spread out, and we have long green flag runs, I think that just makes it that much easier for Kyle Busch to, to get his first win. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we have like a, this next stretch. It's a nine-race stretch, so it's very similar to this last stretch. We just a bit we're on it because the next break is All-Star break. Right. So that'll be – but the All-Star weekend's always a good – I'm excited. I mean, I'm optimistic for how Texas will do. I'm, yeah. op- I'm open to it because it's not – one, it's not a points-paying race, so it doesn't, re- it doesn't really have any correlation to the playoffs or anything. So. Yep. But it's a fun weekend. It's always it's enjoyable to watch. But I'm excited because no, I'm excited for we have two good short. So we have two good short tracks coming up. I know. But and then what? So, but like, so what would you say is something that you are looking forward to, and then something? So like, what is something you're looking forward to going into like Martinsville? Like, going into like this next stretch of the season, like what would you like to see? Kind of like your wish list over this next stretch. Honestly. I want to see Ryan Blaney win one of these next ones, right? He's and good. I don't want it to be Talladega. I want to see him win at something like Kansas would, or Richmond. Okay. That, I mean, or something even Darlington. Di- something somewhere different where he yep. ha- you haven't seen him win yep. before. I also want to see Tyler Reddick do really well at Darlington. I know we talked. I, I am looking forward to that. And just a completely thing that just excites me about, like, th- this race is coming up. I mean, even with Martinsville with the night race, I hope there's some kind of good drama to come out of it, right? It's Martinsville. I won't. It's a night race, glowing rotors, something's going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, and like, we didn't really get the, the tension, like the good short track, because usually at Bristol, there's always something that happens. Yeah. And we kind of really didn't get that, but there's Martinsville. I almost guarantee there'll be something. And I think it's going to involve Denny. I think Denny's going to oh, get fed up, fed up with coming in second or just just losing it. You know what He's I mean? He's going to be there at the end. It's, I could totally see the picture of Denny being there, like at the end, like second place again. And he's just going to go for it because he's tired of his win. And I agree with you win. because I think this has been a couple of weeks in the making. This isn't something that's just going to happen randomly, Mm-mm. right? This is something that's been building. We saw the whole it's thing with the, same, with the same storyline back in Bristol, right? This is what's going to happen is he's going to be sitting there on a late restart at Joey, whatever track it is Joey it might be Joey Logano because he's shown speed right it could be anyone and he's going to tell himself that you know what I've lost this opportunity by not being aggressive enough the whole beginning of the year I have nothing to lose I'm leading the points and I think instead of just taking a good calculated move and being a little aggressive he's, he's going to overcompensate and he's just going to completely dump somebody right so I guess we figure out who Tristan's record for the week is Honestly, could make, I, it, could make a case for. But it. here's the thing: I'm not predicting it for Martinsville, which I no. think would be a good pick for Denny, no. for Denny Hamlin, for Martinsville, right? I'm picking oh, someone absolutely. else for my record for Martinsville, but I definitely think Denny's got to be someone that you got to consider, and not not in a record like, oh my god, he just took somebody out. Like mm-hmm. he's just going for the win. You know what I mean? But, we we haven't predicted. No one's predicted a, a, a record for someone that's going for the win. We always just thought that someone was just gonna. It's gonna be a lapped car because your <laughs> odds of it being a lapped car. Especially well at Martinsville, it could definitely be because yeah. lap traffic is actually like a factor. Yep. But you gotta think. I'm interested to see the the starting order because I want to. Because obviously, this is gonna sound crazy, but you'll understand the starting order at Martinsville is crucial because if that's how your pit stall placement is, and you don't really want to be 
like fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth, because like that is like on the turn. And Martinsville has so if you didn't, Martinsville is commonly referred to as the paperclip. Yep. And the pit road is not like it's not like Bristol, where Bristol has two separate pit lanes on either straightaway. Martinsville, it's down the back straightaway, but then turns like still have pit boxes coming like three and four, and then you're back out on the front. Yep. So it's kind of like. It's a little wonky, but you don't want to be on one of the pit boxes like on the corner because it's super hard to pull out because yep. you can't see anything. No, I hear you. And and just one second, I don't want to sidetrack us too much. Um, I do want to just do our normal shout out like we do every single week um, oh, just yeah. because, I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of weeks now. Um, if everyone listening could go ahead, you know, like us on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Podcast, Spotify, Radio Public, um, it really helps us a lot. Go ahead and give us a rating. We're starting to get a few, and I think we've been really excited about kind of what we've what we've been seeing so far. Um, just just going on, you know what I mean? It's been it's been really cool to see how this had we haven't promoted this much at all, right? No. Just Wait. someone out there is listening, and and not only that is it's really cool we get to see the data of where people are listening. It's so awesome. shout out to whoever's listening to us in Ireland. We don't know who you are. But, but we we don't know if you know what NASCAR is, and you just accidentally clicked on the wrong podcast. But we're we're happy to have you listening. Um, all of our people listening out of Michigan, we're really really excited to have you. Got a couple people in Virginia, North Carolina, which that excites me too, right? Absolutely. Home of NASCAR, right there. Got a couple listening in New York, uh, California. We got South Pasadena and Carson. Really happy to have you listening as well. Yeah. And then we got people listening in Texas and Dallas too. So we can't talk too bad about the Texas race. Uh, well, well, you know what? Maybe they, if they're from Dallas, they understand. They, they get they it. They should understand. They should, we should be telling them we're sorry because they, got, they yes. understand the pain. If anything, they're telling us we're but not yeah. hard enough on so Texas. You, some new news, though, if, if you guys kind of like while we're on it. So we do and now we have officially have a the Bump and Run Broadcast Instagram page. So if you guys wanted to, you guys can go and then you can send us your questions to be hopefully here on future episodes. We'll have some questions from you guys and we could answer and just talk about different topics what you guys want to hear us talk about so go ahead and just go if you guys want to just go ahead and follow us on instagram at bump and run broadcast all one word but yeah and it's exciting and i remember we kind of said this during the first episode and we kind of said that you know we really and the reason you paul i'll give you 100 percent credit encouraged this for us to make this right from the beginning was because, you know, NASCAR is so exciting right now. It is a changing sport. And this is like what we like talking about every week. But the one thing we said is, you know, a podcast or something with, with the way we brought up in NASCAR, we mm-hmm. really want to bring new people to the sport. Absolutely. Because it is changing, it is evolving. And the NASCAR audience really is aging. And we kind of have this youth but movement through the drivers it's, it's and the through same the people. Thing, but NASCAR is going through the same thing. So it's, we're just trying to be, we're like the tour. We're just trying to be your tour guide into what is... <laughs> I think the best American sport there is. So, yeah. and that's the cool part is seeing as we can also see right now, eighty-seven percent of our listeners are between eighteen and twenty-two years old. Just that's go. pretty cool. It's awesome. That's really cool to see. Just I mean, just in this digital age that we're oh, in, that absolutely. we can. It's just another way that that we can share our love for the sport and everything. So, um, you guys are awesome. We really appreciate all the support. It's been a. It's, we're having a blast. So, but with that. I think it's time for prediction time. I think I think it's I'm time. To, I think it's time to talk about the I blue th- emu 500. What <laughs> what did, what were you looking for? Like what what do we need to expect from? What should you expect from Martinsville? You should expect some of the best racing you'll probably see all season. And you should expect someone to not have a hood or someone to just cut body panels off halfway through this. These guys are gonna be they're they're gonna be diving. There there's no 
all gas no, they, and i thought it was i thought it was really cool last time right it was the first night race it we was had. on wednesday night it, it was, was a with wednesday COVID. night race it was, it was awesome it was I june, loved yeah that. it was june 10th i was loving it started at 7 p.m so it started just a little bit earlier stint of two weeks two like two races in a week like because it'd be like okay we're gonna go to martinsville wednesday night okay then we're at darlington on saturday night like i was loving it i was all about it yep but yeah so New addition to the schedule in the Martinsville night race. We kind of talked about it earlier. Very awesome. Super cool. Like Tristan said, you're going to be seeing the brake rotors. It's going to be a little different. The brake rotors are going to be glowing in the dark. It's going to be, it's going to be, tensions will be high. It's Martinsville. Somebody is always going to be getting fed up with somebody. And that's another cool thing. I think that a lot of people don't realize is how much work goes getting into this race because they use the same car to run on the short track and they set it up the way they want for Martinsville and these short tracks that they might use at Talladega or some of these other tracks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any, anywhere else with the 750 package or like a, like Phoenix or something like yep. that. Richmond um, again next week. We're kind of going into like a good 750 stunt here for a little bit because I yeah. don't think our next mile and a half is until Kansas. Yeah, Kansas would be our next So that mile would and be uh, May 2nd. Because then the next one after that is Charlotte. Right. But yeah, because we have this week of half mile, then we have a one mile at Richmond, then we have Talladega, which is yeah. Richmond's not a full mile, is it? I think it's short. It's like, like a three, it's three quarter, quarter like seven eighths, or something like that. It's a fun track. It's yeah, a, it's pick a fraction below one. That's what it is. But <laughs> no, so Martinsville though, I'm I'm pretty excited. Chase Elliott is currently the defending winner, Cup Series winner at Martinsville, as he had his yep. win, amazing win. Yep back in November to secure ultimately got him into the championship for because if it wasn't for that I'm so glad they have that race going like that's your ticket into like that's a great track because the the racing is like I'm gonna say guaranteed but it's almost eight out eight times out of ten it's gonna be good racing yeah even if it's because like think about all the good even like I don't I think they did that after Jeff's season because they saw what Gord when Gord well no it was the last race going in when Gordon won it yeah, no, so, you're right. I mean, we've had drama there all the way from Matt kind of this taking out Joey Logano to Joey Logano to, and Truex going at it. We had Denny and Chase back a couple years yeah. ago. I mean, this race has always been really good. Oh, it's always been. And I like everyone wants the Godfather clock. And even this like fall race, like we saw Truex get his only win at Martinsville. Yep. This was Martin Truex Jr.'s only win of the whole season last year. Yep. Which just blows my mind. Which is funny because we don't think he's much of a short track racer. We think he's the mile and a half guy, know. right? Yeah, and we don't. He's got a one in on a mile, on a one mile this yep. year, so you can never know. But yeah, so if you got, I'm kind of just to kind of dive in. I'll just to go ahead and dive into my fantasy picks for the week. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start it off. My first pick. Speaking of, we just were talking about. I'm picking Martin Truex Jr. first. He is the defending night race winner at Martinsville currently. So. And he does run well here. Yeah, he has good runs here. He always manages to find a way to get speed and have to make a good run at the end. Okay. And then my second pick is Brakozowski, another driver that is super talented at Do this you think track. We well, yeah. And I just want to ask you because I know we know how good Brakozowski is at Martinsville. But do you think anything that happened with the dirt race, do you think that just kind of gets shook off, or do you think that actually hurts this momentum going into You're this race? Sh- for Truex, no. No, no, no. For for Bra- Oh, for Brad Keselowski. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. Truex ran pretty no, yeah, competitively in the Bristol Yeah, race. no, because yeah, you're right. Because Brad Keselowski was running really well. He was just Bristol, trying to survive he, the whole he just, time. Dude, he just wanted to bring home. Yep. He did. He brought home eleventh. So no, I think he'll be. I think he'll be back. He. This is what he. He. The, the race last week for Brad Keselowski was okay. Let me just do this. Like he had to just rip the bandaid off. Yep. And get it over with. And now he's back to what he's good at, which is 
this, driving the 750 package. So yeah, you think he picks up right where he, where he left no, off? No, I think the moment. Yeah, because he's back. It's like I think I think if anything, Kevin Harvick will kind of have like I hope this can be Kevin Harvick's resurgence because he had this. Like, I don't think it will. Weird week, and now he can. But Kevin Harvick has never been known to be like exceptionally great at Martinsville. Yeah, and he's got some PTSD from last last year race. Making a, he was just he was going on for he had nothing left to lose at that point. He was. Can just, we give a shout out to Kyle Busch for saving that? Yeah, really. That was that was pretty good. You know, we fin- I know. And then my third pick, I'm picking Chase. Okay. Defending race winner at Martinsville was never really like he's always been really good at Mars. We talked about him and Denny going at like he's always ran well. He never could get it done last year. Got it done, and a do- he dominated that race last year. I think year. that's someone who's got a really good chance that no one's talking about yet, right? Because we haven't seen Chase really come full out uh, the, yet this he year. He had a, he finished second at the in the 500, and then the Daytona Road Course dominated the day. You mm-hmm. can't you can't no matter, his finish doesn't show it because of how it happened with like five to go. He just yep. spun and but he dominated the whole day at Daytona, and then he's kind of had he's made some good runs. He's had some good top ten runs like throughout the season. So I'm thinking. He got a week off now. I think it's time. I think he's ready to start picking it up. And this is a good track for Chase being the defending winner. He knows how to do it. And I think this is a good run for Chase Elliott. This these next these couple next, of race oh, yeah, tracks. These are all I think great anything, tracks for you've Chase. You got to have him on at least a couple of these races well, coming up. He's got he's got he's got wins that he doesn't have a win at Richmond. He's got a win at Martinsville. I believe he has a win at Kansas, but I might be wrong. He, I know he has a win at Talladega. Yep. He Dover. He does have a. That's what I'm thinking. It's not Kansas. He does have a win at Dover. Yep, it was one of like his. I think that might he have ran been, really good at Darlington last year before was, Kyle Busch took him out. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. We have a good. He's got good tracks that he's had good runs at. So I'd yeah. be looking for him to get a win here in this run. I'm looking for Brad K. I think, like I said, I think Brad K. Okay, will get so, a win. yeah, yeah. So you got Truex as your first pick, then you got Brad K. I got Truex, Brad K, Chase. I'm picking Denny Hamlin fourth. Okay, I think he. It was once again one. He's consistent. You can't help it. You, you should just pick him for every race at this point because he's yeah. probably going to get you a top five. And this is te- he brings home the car clean and he gets top five. This like, is the closest to his home track too, right? I believe so because I I know he's from Virginia, but I don't think he's any closer to Richmond than he is. I don't think he's going to. I don't think this is his win because I honestly, personal, pro, I think Denny Hamlin's first win this year will be at Pocono, and he might go back to back. Okay, I'm writing it down. Like I, that, that's a very specific thing. Yes, but that's Denny Hamlin's best track. He has more wins at that track than any driver in the Cup Series currently, and he got his first ever Cup Series win at Pocono. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you knew that because I, I did. I'm pretty sure he has I – mean, fact check me. I'm pretty sure he has seven Pocono wins. What? That's got to be a record for Pocono. Uh, I'm going to look it up. I mean, well, they, I couldn't even tell you, like, if I was saying, like, who's been really good historically at Pocono – I don't know if it's just because I don't really watch that race, but I couldn't really tell you exactly. No, so who? And then my last pick is Joey Logano for my fifth and final pick. You didn't give me the look today, so I feel like we actually might have actually had some different, some variety here. Yeah, I think we had a lot more variety than than we thought. So, okay, so you didn't pick a wild card this week, is what you're saying? I kept it. I kept it pretty. I did keep. I went back to my roots. I'm going. I'm. I. I got. I got embarrassed last week at the Bristol Dirt Race by not going with my I'm back to my usual strategy just going for it looking at it and just picking who my gut tells me I think is going to do good so I just wish you the best of luck or I hope my luck hasn't run out yet now yeah. I'm just well I, I think one thing we can agree on is you picked Brad K and Drew Logano I think anyone listening in you could have picked Penske Racing. You could have literally will, picked yeah, all three. I, I you could have picked Blaney. You could have picked Kozlowski se- and Legano. Blaney finished second at this race last year. And guess what? Guess who came in third? 
Brad Kozlowski. Yes, he came in fourth. Joe Logano. Yep. And I'm pretty well, sure if you go back to the fall, if you want to go to the the well, yeah, fall race no, back yeah, in November. Yeah, because the spring race, like you're talking, the last night race we had, Ryan Blaney came in second, Brad Keselowski came in third, and Joey Logano came in fourth. And then fourth. I'm pretty sure it was the same way in the fall race. Yep. And then it was Chase Elliott right behind them. Yep. And and that's the thing, too, is so at what point is this does this race shape into more of a, let's say, Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney, or Joey Logano, don't, one of them doesn't really dominate over the other two. Um, this has become more of a Penske versus Joe Gibbs race. This has mm-hmm. become more of a Penske versus Hendrick, Hendrick race. You know but what I mean? wouldn't count, like, but that's what I'm saying, because I think there's only going to be two drivers for Joe Gibbs that will be there. And it'll be Denny and it'll be Truex. I was wrong by one race. He has six Pocono wins, tied for most at Pocono who, with who, Jeff Gordon. I was going to say, I thought Gordon was decent at but Pocono. Denny is very good at Pocono, and I feel yeah. like it's a doubleheader race now. I love that, by the way. Very yeah. excited for that. But. I think Denny could easily. I just don't think it's. This isn't his time. So you got Brad. K, I kind of. I think he's got to wait just a little, Trex, little bit longer. Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and who else? Denny. Yes, Denny was my fourth. So it was Martin. It was <laughs> Martin Truex Jr., Brad K, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Joey. Logano. Well, Paul, I think I got to have a lot of things go my way this week because I like. I like getting a little bit more of a diversity. I like getting more variety than just the. Is Matt, I would, I'm sure I would probably Maddie, I'm say sh- over like the top best is five Maddie drivers. D, is like Maddie D your third pick? No, Maddie D hasn't been very good at Martinsville, so he, he wasn't my wild seventh card at the fall race there last year. Yeah, I don't. I, it's I'm not, not good enough for Tristan. Not good enough for me. So I'll hop right into it. Our first two picks were exactly the same, just in reverse order. Brad K. I have Brad K is my first pick. Why? Because the last spring race that was in 2019. He won it. Yep, and he finished second. In the last year. ten races, he's had an average finish of three point eight. That's amazing. So that's over the last five seasons, because assuming there's two races a yes. year. So yeah, he's got the momentum. If you write off Bristol Dirt, where he just did what he didn't have he an expectation when nothing he, happened. Right, his goal was to bring the car home and in he one did. piece, and, and he did. So that's why I think it. I mean, it, his momentum takes is off still right. going because exactly. he did exactly what he wanted to do. And yeah, and so then my second pick, I have Martin Truex. That number 19 car is going to do really well. He's won the past two out of three last Martinsville races. Yep. He's, right? an, he's a pretty, he's an ace. He's an ace in the hole in Martinsville. Yeah. No, agreed. And I think he's Joe Gibbs' best bet to get the win. And I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty true too. Because I think, like you said, you said Danny was going to run pretty good, he's but he wasn't necessarily going to be a win it. I feel like ever since he got his win, the driver that is threatened, quote like to say, like threatened the, to end the streak now is Martin Truex Jr. because you've seen him now like at three races since his win where he's been in a position or up at the front where he could win his second for the year. Yep. And once again, I think this weekend he's the clear favorite of the guy going for the repeat win because mm-hmm. I think a guy like Kyle Larson doesn't usually typically like run super well at a track like Martinsville because there's no, no there's no like edge that he has at Martinsville. You got – but like maybe a guy like Bissy, you know who? What two Hendrick guys do run good at Martinsville though? Bowman and Chase. Yeah. Bowman ran great at Martinsville in November, if you recall. Yep. Like he did run. He had a great paint scheme that race too. Oh, I do remember that. But he ran really, really well at the, and he was running for a spot in the final because he was still in the round of eight at that point. But yeah, so what? Who do you got then at three, four, five? So my third pick is similar to your fifth pick because it's also within Penske. But I have Ryan Blaney. Solid. The past four races. He's averaged 3.25. That was in 2000. Oh, yeah. Yep. The past four races, average of 3.25. So I think Blaney 
if anything, if he, that's why I think there is a really good chance of being a repeat winner. Not just because you're, you're, I didn't even think not it. just because I think Ryan Blaney could come away with it. Not and I and not because Joey Logano could come away with it, God, but also Martin Joe, Truex could too. Joey to think about now too. Exactly, and that's why because I I agree with you. I think Brad has got a really good chance of winning it. But when you look at it that way versus, oh, so does Blaney, so does Truex, and so does Logano, three people that have already won this year, I think the odds are more on that side of getting a repeat winner this year or this uh, week. So that kind of leads into my fourth pick, and this is someone that I don't think is going to win the race. But I'm just going to say they're going to bounce around and they're having a good finish here, and I'm going to say Kyle Busch. And this was mainly because I thought it was really going to be a Penske versus Joe Gibbs show. I think Hendrick's going to struggle a little bit more than you would think, right? Because Chase won this race. Uh, Chevy's had those really good engines, right, at Mm -hmm. short tracks with the 750 horsepower package. But I think Kyle Busch does well. The last. He'll bring it on. The spring races at Martinsville from 2019, 2018, and 2017, he's had an average finish of (laughs) 2.3, which is even better than Brad Kay. And Ryan Blaney. I'm just, yeah. Which is hard to believe for which, Kyle like, Busch the and stat, The stats don't lie, but you got to, like, look at it. Like, this is maybe using my, like, you have to look at it also, like, relevancy, like, close. Because, like, and who's hot right now? Kyle Busch is just not. Yes, he could easily finish second. I just think his thing, I think he'll, I think I agree with you. I think he'll probably run top 10, maybe top five. But that's why, that's why I got and him as my fourth and, pick. And he'll bring home. I a, think he's someone that's, no matter home. what, he's going to be a good pick to have a good top 10 day. And he's gonna bring home. He's gonna bring the car home in one yes. piece, and that's all that really matters. Yes, and and I think that's why he's my fourth pick. Uh, I can say the wild card. Pick. My 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 wild card pick. I was really I was up in arms about this literally, while we were sitting down getting ready to record this, but I have William Byron as my wild card. It was between him and Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace in RPM Richard Petty Motorsports Racing material last year. He's good at Martinsville. He's really good at Martinsville. He's won the trucks before. He came home in 11th. I think Bubba Wallace, there's a good chance he could come home with a top 10 or a top 15 pretty easily. But they've had a lot of bad luck this year, and I could also see it kind of continuing over and spilling over, especially at a place like Martinsville, right? Yes. Where uh, there's a lot of uncontrollables. There's a lot of things that are out of your control. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of variables at Martinsville. Exactly. There's a lot of- factors exactly i mean i see that getting caught up in someone's rack getting damaged to the splitter having a tire come down because of a fender rub literally all these things are running through my mind Absolutely. so that's why i think william byron is a good wild card pick and because i also wanted someone from hendrick i think chase would be a good pick but i don't think he would be a wild card that's why no, i didn't want I, I thought that would be you, that's you i thought that would be too easy paul so i i went with him because he doesn't have a good cup series average finish um at martinsville but he's done decent in the truck series at Martinsville with his crew chief now, Rudy Fugel. Yes, and he's that, that looks to be awesome. All right, so what do you want to do first? You want to do wreck or do you want to do win at first? Uh, let's do wreck it this week. All right. I am I for wreck it? I am picking Ross Chastain. <laughs> what is this, your third time picking Ross? I haven't picked him yet. I haven't picked You're him picking him. on the watermelon, man. I haven't picked him. This is the first time I've picked him this year. No, it's not. No, it's not. I will make you go through your old stuff. You picked Ross Chastain for another week. I know you did because I brought him up first. for. I think he was my record for Daytona, and I know you brought him up like last week or two weeks ago. I don't think I did. I think you did, and I want you to look. I want to see your face when you see it. Because I don't, th- I don't think I picked him twice. I feel like that would be the only way I'm – 
misremembering this is if I picked him again and I'm just recalling it wrong. I'm checking through. And if you can't find it in your notes, I'll show you previous episodes. <laughs> Paul, maybe this is why you shouldn't take so many notes. <laughs> Probably. Dude, I promise you, I have every episode. This is also why Paul schools me in fantasy every week because this man's literally bringing out all the, all the facts out on me. No, I have not picked him yet this year. I'm going to find it. I have not. I just went through all of them. I know Ross Chan. I, I know you picked him at least once. I haven't. It's not in the notes. Okay, so he's your record for this week, yep. but why? Because I just think he'll be like a lap down. And he's when lap shock becomes a thing, he's just going to try to stay in the lead lap or probably. And he's going to, and he's not going to want to give up. He's not going to want to give up the inside and someone's going to move him. And then is it going to be a leader that's going to move him, or is it going to be someone trying to get the lucky dog? It's going to be. It's going to be either a be someone. It's going to be might not be the leader. Might be someone in second, third. Someone trying to make their way through trying traffic to, to get to, to the lead. Yep. That's not. That could be Denny. That may be moving him because he's fed up and he's tired of getting the top five and he wants yep. to win. And it's not a teammate or anything like it, that. No one's just a lap, worry about. It's, it's, it's really. It'll be a lap car. He'll just be like, nope, get out of my. Like if you're not going to give it up, like I'm going to move you. I'll just yeah. make you give it to me. That's an interesting thing too. Is like, if you're someone that has a f- a full race team, four cars, right? That's the limit. Yep. And you also have a satellite team that's technically your partner. At what point does that make it harder at a small track like Martinsville, where that's more people than anyone else that you have to be cautious around? You can't be as aggressive with them, right? Especially if you're Denny Hamlin and you could be the car owner and you could have another four cars mm-hmm. in addition to your four that you have to really be careful around. It's like eight cars and that's a 40 car. Field. And at what point does that, at, at a short track where they're, where they're all next to each fr- other, you're, you're that infringe upon you. You're not making friends in Martinsville. No one's, no one's leaving really in a good mood and the winner's leaving in a good mood. Yep. But everyone else is not ever, it's going, it's not going to be everyone's day. Yeah. So from my racket, if I told you that this person has had six DNFs, which is a lot for a relatively short career so far, um, considering 60 enoughs at Martinsville, Eric Amarola. <laughs> and I am not just saying Eric Amarola is going to be the record this week. I would also like to go ahead and broaden it to all of Stuart Haas racing this week. And I don't want to kick him while they're down. Kevin I Harvick. really want, I really want to see him bounce back. Did you because... say Kevin Harvick was the record of the last time we were at Martinsville? Yeah, he hundred percent was. It wasn't like a huge wreck, but he, we all knew it. it was coming. Kyle didn't get mad because Kyle knew it was coming too. And that's Kyle actually schooled him in that corner because he knew that Kevin was going to try to get to him. So Kyle just gave him the bottom. Kyle ran up top and it like caught Kevin Harvick by surprise. And then when he went mm. to go hook him, he just took himself out. Um, you know, I, I definitely think Eric Amarola, I think he really struggles going in this race. I think, if anything, instead of the Eric Amarola that we know of just not being overly aggressive and just coming away with a good finish, I think he's fed up with it. I think he's got the fire lit underneath him, and I mm-hmm. think he's going to try to prove something, and I think he's just going to completely overdo it. Uh, and so I guess going into it, so for my win it, I'm going for it all because I want it to happen. I want the eighth winner. I would love to see it. So I'm picking for an eighth winner, but I'm picking a good pick. And I figure you probably know who I'm going to pick. Brad. Breaking Brad K. So, yeah, okay. Brad K will get this win, and he's going to be the eighth. He has, in my opinion, I would love to see Chase win it and be the eighth. I think he has a, a pretty good shot. But I think the best shot for us to have the eighth winner at this track is Brakizowski. He is, like, who I am thinking will be so the guy to do if, it. So if we have the eighth different winner – this would make the first time that's happened in the Cup Series since, since 2004. 2004. And they had nine 
different winners. So the last time we had seven different winners, which is what we're tied for right now, was 2014. Yep. Right? That was the year Kevin Harvick won. Yes. So, okay, that makes sense. So, and 2004 had was the last time there were eight, but that season ended up actually having nine different winners. In 2004? There were nine. This season, so we got to get se- the next two. So, this, so well, that's what I'm saying. Look at the two races we have, though. We have Martinsville, which is just, it's not kind of a – Martinsville pretty predictable in terms yep. of who's good there because you can kind of look at it. Whereas, like, in Richmond is kind of – it's another open one because there's guys that are good at Richmond that don't have wins yet. Yep. It's like there's guys that are good at Martinsville – but like you said, Penske is good at Martinsville, and Penske now has two of their three cars have wins now. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't. I'm I'm basically picking Penske to go three 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 for three. They were the last major. They were they were late to the party with Joe Gibbs and Hendrick already having two wins before they got their first. Yep. And then now they went back. They just so went, so okay. So let me ask, let back. me ask you this: If Penske's the first team to get all of their winners to to have a win, mm-hmm. right? The first one the season, which yep. I mean, there's only three, so their chances are already with them. Um, do you think Joe Gibbs Racing gets all of their drivers a win first before Hendrick? Because these are the three times we keep talking about over and over again of, of who it is. And what's a bigger statement if we don't have any repeat winners well, yet is who gets all of their drivers to win first. Well, Penske's got the momentum right now. Obviously, back-to-back wins. I said their team is really right. – especially they just won the first dirt race but, in NASCAR. But between Joe Gibbs and Hendrick, who do you think? See, they each have a driver that I think is is – a very gonna get a win that we know like soon because we can tell. So you're thinking Each, Denny so think and Chase. Denny and Chase. Denny is bound to get his, and then Chase is bound eventually to get gonna his. get his. But then you have two drivers that you kind of really you don't know. And you're thinking Kyle and Bowman. And that's Kyle and Bowman. They're gonna get there. I think they're both gonna get it, but when? And it won't be when we're thinking it's gonna happen. It's like you said, it'll probably be a road course for Kyle Bush. It'll be different. Like it won't yeah. be anything. I mean, how Bowman could win Talladega, and we would it would just be like. That, that could just be what yep. race he wins at Digipit. Well, uh, and that's the thing too is we're already saying that we think Penske is going to be the first one. Technically, well, they will because they only have three cars. They have a whole. Well, I know. I mean, that their chances are good, but let's say Penske doesn't win this weekend, right? We have we could have Hendrick win the next two. We I could mean, have that's true. Joe Gibbs win the next I mean, I guess two. That, yeah, I mean that's so true. I mean, like right, you know, you what know mean, this, this could figure it out and win four in a this row. This race that we're talking about, the first to get all your drivers to win, might not end this week. This might not end in, in four weeks. You know what I mean? I mean, what do you know? I mean, we can never know. Dude. Stuart House Racing might have just figured everything out and come yeah. into this weekend and blow the socks off everybody else, and we would have never seen. It. And that would be, that would be like I'm gonna say, like, I say this, but like it's gonna that would be the the biggest storyline that yeah. hit people like. From Martinsville, if Stuart House Racing, it would really came bite out. me because I'm the one that said Stuart House Racing was going to be the racket. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like that could easily happen because, like, you look at Stuart House Racing; none of their drivers are really that great at Martinsville. Yeah, like to be honest, even Kevin Harvick, who was their best driver, Kevin yeah. Harvick is kind of a mile and a half, just kind of given. It's like I said, Kevin Harvick will get his win. It'll probably be a Michigan. I feel like I could predict like where a lot of these guys' first wins will be. Yeah, and I'm going to be completely wrong with all of them because if you would have told me that Christopher Bell would have won the Daytona Road Course, mm, that's why I haven't picked a win it yet. But I yeah. would. But I, I think Brad Casey. I like a really my. Good pick. I, I like the odds. One of us is definitely going to get one. We got 40 races or 36 races. Are so you saying with the winner or the record? The winner, definitely. Okay. One of us is have definitely. We, we haven't got one yet, have we? No, but I feel like we could definitely. We, we've had winners in our fantasy. Yes, but it's always like our fifth pick. It's yep. never like we've never had like. 
our first pick actually be the winner or like our second yep. pick like because you got christopher bell which that was a at the really Daytona good Rocco. call and then i got joey Logano at the at the bristol race he was yes. in my fantasy yep so each have like one of we each have picked them in a way but like yeah i want like i'm saying but we're gonna actually pick it like when yep. we do our win it's like who do i, I didn't who did you pick yeah i haven't even asked and, you yeah yes yeah, so, yeah let's go right into that is i i thought brad keselowski was has a really good chance but you're, you're last pick, time you're we, I the, knew you were gonna pick Brad, and last time we both picked Brad was at Phoenix, I believe. And, and he, bust, he wasn't a bust. He, he was, wasn't a bust, but he definitely. He, he other people showed up more so than than well, he, his he did. teammates showed up a lot more than exactly. He did. So that's that's why I think Martin Truex is gonna be the winner. And I you figure. you might think that oh that's just so easy because he won the spring race or you know he's, he's won two Martin. out of the three past spring races right. I think a lot of people still don't 100% think he's really good at Martinsville and he doesn't get the respect that he deserves because we still see him as the mile and a half person. I think he continues to to kind of prove himself at a track like Martinsville and that's why I think he's going to win. He also I think just to go off of that I think that he's also looking to establish himself this season yep. as the guy at Joe yep. Gibbs Racing. Denny Hamlin was the guy at Joe yep. Gibbs Racing last year. I think Martin Truex, Truex Jr. Is trying to, yep. He wants to be, which the would make guy sense because now, now he's with a new crew chief, right? They're yep. finally getting like everything together. Um, and and like I said, what comes along well, with what, what comes is, along with my win it prediction is that that ends our our true. new driver, our, our new driver yep. winner streak. Um, and I think he becomes the first repeat but see, winner. I, yes, and like I feel like once it happens, it'll be that much better because then we can because we're still going to get more winners that are new winners. It's just eventually. Somebody, the system has to just, it just the has streak to streak has to stop. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I, there's, there has to, I mean, there's all, there's a point like, cause like not all 40 drivers are going to win a race this year. But like, but I do what I will say. And this is what it's so awesome about. And that's why we keep talking about it is that it just shows how many more drivers are competitive now, because the fact that you have seven different winners at seven completely different racetracks, they're, they are so demanding in completely different ways and yep. their own unique way is like. Well, I mean, we always used to talk about the big three a couple of years ago: Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., and, and Kyle, Kyle Busch. Bush. And right? they got, but that party got spoiled. They none of those. That if you were to go back and look at that season, you would have probably put. You could be like, it's going to be one of these three to win. The what season was that? Was that when Logano? Uh, yeah, eighteen. Because that's when Logano came spoiled, and took out Truex. The and three of them were all in the championship four together. Like that was yep. um, everyone was like. And then Joey Logano was the wild card, the outsider that came, yep. got in, and he. And right, he dominated right, Homestead. Right place, right. He just did it. I mean, it was the same thing with Chase last year, right? We were all looking at just Denny Hamlin and and Harvick because they had racked up well, so we many were, wins, and Harvick didn't even make no, it to the championship. And we were, race. and that's what I'm saying. And you were looking at Denny in the championship race because you're like, well, he has the most wins of any of these guys. But honestly, I remember we were talking about it. Like Denny, really, even that, like Denny was in the championship four, but he had a he had just come off a awful run. I will say Denny's last run at Martinsville in the fall in the fall race. Was not good. He did not have a great run that race. Yeah. So he was not. His momentum was not good coming yeah. into Phoenix. And if Eric Jones wasn't as nice to him, he probably would have made the championship race. Exactly. Kevin Harvick would have. Yep. I'm sure Kevin Harvick wishes that Eric Jones would have just said. Uh, I wish Eric Jones would have just completely I wish, put Denny Hamlin into the wall. Because I just think I think one. I think Kevin Harvick would have just been a better four in that championship four. But because yeah. Denny didn't even, show up, he didn't lead a lap. In, even in yeah, even in that championship four though, like. The clear favorites at Phoenix were actually like it was Brad K. He was he was him and Joey Logano are the two like yep. that everybody was like, well, these two were really good at Phoenix. And Brad Kozlowski has won just about almost every one mile seven fifty package race we've done this season. Yep. So 
But no, I think Martin Truex Jr. is a is a really good pick, and I do think the streak will. I just don't. I just kind of like it's bittersweet almost because you kind of like I love to see it, but like, and it's just like, I love the anticipation. Like I love just watching and seeing if we're gonna get an eighth different one. Yep, and I think we will this week. I think it ends in the next two weeks though. I think have, we get yeah, it. I think one we'll, of the short tracks. I think we get an eighth this week, and I think the odds for a ninth are low. But yep. Richard, because like, then I think Talladega, you bowling Talladega, you never know. Yep. But I, like I said, I mean, Alex Bowman could win Talladega. I mean, who knows? Kyle Bush could win Talladega. Like, it could be someone that, like, we would we expect to get a win, but, like, they just do it at Talladega, like, which happens yep. sometimes. Denny Hamlin is really good at Talladega. Not to mention, Denny Hamlin is pretty, he's a good super speedway racer. Yep. But, yeah. No, so, I'm excited. I mean, it'll be fun going so, forward. And, and you guys can also, like, join in on our actual fantasy this is not something you have to pay to be in this is the free nascar um fantasy which mm-hmm. is right in the, the nascar app so just download the nascar app the the the, the directions are going to be in the description on the podcast uh wherever you get them whether that's on apple spotify or whatever um but it's called the bump and run broadcast exactly how it's spelled in the podcast and that's just the name of our league Absolutely. and you'll see paul and i are in there um you can see our names and everything like that um and yeah join see if you can beat us yeah, so and just remember, we're all to follow us on Instagram. Send yep. us your questions. And if you do beat us in the fantasy, we will 100% shout oh, you out yeah, during oh, this podcast. Absolutely. We, we might even have a little bit of a guest segment. You never know. You never know. So, yeah, go follow us on Instagram. Like us, review us. And so, yeah, my name's Paul. And I'm Tristan. And you've been listening to the Bump and Run broadcast. Thank you very much, guys.